Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And welcome to episode 14 of NBA Holes. I am half of your co-host, Joe Connors. My other half, Mr. Dave Hendrick. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, mate. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, it's 9 o'clock Eastern time um, in the U.S. and Toronto. And we're going to start out with some Twitter questions. We don't have a ton tonight. Um, so we'll start with the first one. And it is from... Ali at Giolino, and he's asking, are Toronto and Washington the teams most likely to face Cleveland in the Eastern Conference Finals? Obviously what happened with Boston. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they probably are. I, I still think Boston has a lot of talent, and like we don't know when Hayward's going to be back. I, I doubt he'll be back this year. I assume that's season over, and we'll see you next year. Um, so yeah, you, you would have to say that um, Toronto having the experience that they have and you know the players that they do have in Larry DeRozan, um, Serge Ibaka, obviously that they would be likely favourites to make the final, make the the Eastern Finals, assuming they avoid Cleveland before the finals. Um, Washington have arguably the best player in the conference who's not named LeBron James. In John Wall and Bradley Beal is a great player as well, so they've got a lot of talent there, um, but they don't have great roster flexibility. Neither do Toronto. These have both kind of maxed out yeah. their salary cap on teams that aren't going to win. They're not. Neither of these teams is going to beat Cleveland. Neither of these teams will stand a, a chance in the finals. And both of these teams are now locked into these rosters for a long time, unless they you know, want to start giving up assets to get, get off some money. Um, so, yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. It'll be one of the, these two teams, and Cleveland will sweep them or win 4-1, and LeBron will go to another finals, and then he'll get pummeled into oblivion by the Warriors. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. Repeat. Yeah, it's, it, it really is a shame. We'll get to that. It, it sucks. But um, to answer Ali's question, I... 
I like Washington better, and I think you said it perfectly there, and it's because of John Wall. John Wall is just a phenomenal player. Yeah. He, he literally just beat my Sixers last night by himself, basically. I mean, Bradley Beal's a good player, and you're right. They don't have a lot of great talent on that team, but he's just so, so good. I like DeMar DeRozan a lot. Um, I think he's an excellent player, but I think Washington and and I don't know. Like you said, Boston still has a lot of talent. It really just depends on, and we're going to get to it, so I don't want to go into it too much. It, it depends on how many other guys step up for them. But just that question alone, I would, I mean, you, there's nobody else in the Eastern Conference who's going to take that leap that's even going to come close. I mean, Milwaukee, if, if everything works out perfectly and guys step up, um, but that's asking a lot. You'd need Giannis to take like another massive leap on top of the big leap yeah. he took last year and that's and it looks like he's ready to do it yeah, he, like, yeah. He, he's definitely going to make that leap I just I don't think he's going to make it this year you generally yeah. don't see guys make a massive leap then make another massive leap immediately there's normally a, a kind of a plateau season in between yeah. while they establish the level they displayed last year but I mean they, they don't call this guy the Greek freak for nothing there's you know he's proven that he can do things no one else no one else could do. So um, maybe them, but aside from those, it, it no, it's 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 the Raptors or it's the it's the Wiz. Um, yeah. I, I agree with you. I I prefer the Wizards mainly because of um, of John Wall. I personally think this is two teams with overrated coaches. Uh, I'm not a fan of Dwayne Casey, and I think Scotty Brooks is massively overrated. But I have to, if I had to pick one of them, I would pick Scotty Brooks. Me too. Over Dwayne Casey, because um, I don't think Casey can manage a game in the playoffs at all. And uh, yeah, I think I think Washington are probably looking at that that second spot in the final, in the East Finals. Yeah, so it definitely certainly looks that way. And again, like I just. I'm curious to see how Milwaukee plays, and it was one game last night, and they beat a Celtics team that was playing um, all back to back. But we'll see. I, again, I think it's probably Washington, and Toronto's probably sitting in third now. I mean, it depends on just what Boston does. But next question comes from uh, Mike Osher at Mike Osher 81, and he's asking, "How can the NBA fix their officiating problems? It's becoming a joke and really leaves a lot to be desired." He's saying. He's asking the question in general, but he's saying this is in, refer- in reference to flagrant f- flagrant fouls. Mm. But he thinks overall they need to change a lot because they're poor at other things too, in his opinion. Here's the thing, Joe. It's not just the NBA. It's all sports. You look at baseball, it is, the standard of, of umpire in baseball is well below what it, what it was 10 years ago. Um, the same in, in the NFL. You look at soccer, it's exactly the same. Like, to... To channel Rick Pitino, Pierre Luigi Colina is not walking through that door. <laughs> the standard of officiating across all major team sports is in the toilet. Um, I don't know what the reason for that is, um, but it is since the dawn of, of the professional referee that the standard has dropped off massively, whether they've gotten lazy, whether they're, um, whether they're more open to making a little extra money, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know what the reason is. I totally agree with him on the flagrant foul thing, um, but I just across the board, refereeing is is in the toilet, and I I don't know what the fix is. I I genuinely don't. 
Yeah, it's the NBA has always had this problem. Not the flagrant fla- fla- flagrant fouls, if I could say that per se. Mainly um, calls for you know the superstar calls, the Jordan. We used to call it the Jordan call because he could travel and do it, mm. do whatever, basically what he wanted, and right, you know, like, yeah, and he's the best player, so you don't really care about that too much. But the flopping is out of control. Like LeBron, LeBron James, you know, it. Bigger than an NFL linebacker, and and he's a pussy. He, and he, and he is, and I, and I love him as a player, but he does mm. it all the time. And now a lot of people in the, the league. The one who annoys don't. me the most is Marcus Smart, because he's really, really bad at it. Like, there's well, so it's, blatantly, obviously flops. Yeah, and he's he's a he's another guy and who's built guy like a brick shit house. He's built like a running back, like you mean, he is. Do you know what happened, Joe? With, with a lot of this, the flopping and the flagrant fouls, it's when they changed the rules and made made the league more you know offense centric, basically, and took away yeah. the physical side of the game, and it it turned them all into into Nancy boys, and they're all soft as shit, and they all flop and, they, and flail, and and even the ones who try and act like they're tough guys. Um, are are soft. Like LeBron tries to act like a tough guy, and you see him sneering at people and laughing. And honest to God, if someone cold cocked him on the chin, the chap would hit the ground and cry for a week. He probably would. Yeah, you he's know? he's a piece of he's a physical freak. I don't think it's in him to you know start punching he's guys. Mommy's boy. He's a big. It was like Shaq. Shaq. Shaq was the was same a big, one. Big Nancy as well. Like. Yeah, he um, couldn't. He doesn't even know how to throw a punch. Remember the, the Eric Montrell punch? He doesn't even know how to throw a punch. He the, just the last era of the tough guys was was Barkley, Oakley. Yeah, you know those guys. Those were tough guys. Dennis Rodman, guys Dennis like that. Who? Yeah, exactly. You know, and even look at smaller. Al Davis, like, Antonio like Davis, Thomas would would Isaiah Thomas would swing at anybody. You know, he yeah. didn't care if you if you hit him, he didn't care how big you are. He was hitting you back. They tried to make the league. More family orientated, you know, they, because baseball was winning at the time. Families were going to baseball because basketball was, well, in some places it was just too black. In other places it was too rough. Um, mm-hmm. The players weren't personable enough. So they, they took all that away. They didn't, then they didn't like when we were seeing games end 91, 88 or whatever, you know, like they, they the worst thing that, ever happened to the NBA was when the the Spurs and the Pistons no the Spurs and the Pacers wasn't it made the finals um and it was a low scoring finals and the TV it was. were low they don't want that they want because you have to remember most fans are casual fans mm-hmm. and most fans want to see high scoring it's the same in soccer most fans would rather see an end to end 5-4 um, that's absolutely horrendous in terms of quality and organization and tactics because a 5 4 is exciting, whereas a 0 0 or a 1 0 that's like a real chess match and really tactical heavy isn't as exciting for, for their tiny little brains because they don't understand. Same with basketball. An, an awful lot of people who watch basketball don't understand and don't appreciate the nuance. It's yeah, it's it's crazy it's to me. Well, yeah, a lot of people think basketball who don't know the sport is just running up and down the court and it's a bunch of athletes just dunking and layups, but you notice the difference when the playoffs come around, you can't do that anymore. The game becomes tactical, the exactly. game becomes matchups. It all becomes it, it's all Yeah, and and the officiating uh, and I I again, the flopping is ridiculous. You can get rid of it 
if you wanted to. You just have to make the, the penalty stricter. Start suspending guys for doing it. Just throw them out uh, of the game straight away. Throw them out of you the game do, and, and, you're you banned, do that. and you're banned for five games. Yeah, and if you start doing that, first of all, guys won't flop. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe you maybe you just – when you're playing – if you've ever played pickup basketball – you could flagrant foul basically whenever you want. I mean, it doesn't turn into like, you know, guys fist fighting, but if a guy's going for a layup, he's getting hit hard. Yeah. Anywhere I grew up playing basketball, he's getting hit hard. So, and there's nothing wrong with that. Guy's not going to turn around, throw a fist. He's going to go, I'm going for a layup. I expected that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Mike's right. The flagrant foul stuff is all crap. Um, but it's like the NFL. How could the NFL still not know what a catch is? For a wide receiver, it's just it's it's appalling. Like it shouldn't. But I don't even, I don't know. even in terms of the rules about hitting, like you're not allowed to hit the quarterback in certain ways. Oh yeah, that's I'm ridiculous. Sorry, too. it's it's horseshit. Like you should be allowed to hit them whatever way you want, as long as it's not helmet helmet to helmet. I, I I'm fine with them panning that because you know that's that's serious physical damage. Well, it's dangerous yeah, now. It's dangerous. Yeah, they know it is. Yeah, they um, know it is. So, but, but like the Brady rule. In terms of you know quarterbacks getting hit is, is horseshit, and, and yeah. to be honest, Joe, I wouldn't be surprised if within the next twenty years we see it become um, that you're not allowed to hit the quarterback, that you're allowed to get to him and touch him, but you can't hit him. And if that happens, the it'll, NFL it'll will the it will kill the game because it, you can't play football, NFL football. You can't play it without contact. It's just. I mean, in theory, you can't play any sport without contact, unless it's golf or tennis. And they're tennis not, is tough on. They're not sports. Golf is not a sport. Any anything you play by yourself is not a sport. Yeah, golf I always say it's a hobby. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't play either. Um, I appreciate guys who play tennis because I know how physical oh, demanding it is. A sport. And tennis is a sport. Yeah, so golf is tough not on sport. your body. Darts is not a sport. Um, yeah, darts is, is not a sport. These are hobbies. I don't and hear. I love- I yeah, you guys. I love how you guys play it. You guys say snooker, which is fucking hilarious because we call it pool, and it's a funny no, thing. No. But snooker is one thing, and pool is something else. They are it's actually games. different. That's we're gonna have different we're gonna need to have that conversation because I thought they were the same thing. No, they're different games. Oh, how about that? You see, you're you tricky. I think you you're, guys call you're, snooker billiards. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, but I see. I thought billiards was pool. No, billiards is something. That, well, at home we have billiards as well, but it's something totally different. Well, it's another game with a stick and balls, but um, it's totally different to snooker and pool. But like you hear over here of a billiards hall. Um, yeah, that's a pool hall. That's yeah, just a pool hall. At home we have snooker halls with snooker tables and snooker uh, equipment. <laughs> you you tricky Europeans. Well, so let's doing let's. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, next question, I'm going to piggyback into our next topic is from, and it's our last question from Rick at Ricardinho, 1892. After the terrible injury to Gordon Hayward, what seed do you think the Celtics get and can Jalen Brown make a figurative leap? Um, so let me talk about what happened with Gordon Hayward. Uh, Dave, you know, I'm not a Celtics fan, but I love basketball. I don't want to see players like this. It's just a disgusting injury. Yeah, if if you've seen it, I, I don't look at it. If you're squeamish, um, it's really bad. He ended up dislocating his left ankle and fracturing his tibia. That's the kind of injury he's 27 years old. Caused that he may never come back the same player. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that as a scare tactic, but he'll be able to walk and jog 
But playing in the NBA is not walking and jogging. And a guy who has sneaky athleticism, a lot of people think he's white, he's not athletic. That couldn't be furthest thing from the truth about Gordon Hayward. He's actually a fantastic player. But to see him go down five minutes into the opening night game against Cleveland is just sort of heartbreaking. Uh, it, it's hard to say where Boston's going to finish. Anywhere from two to four. I don't think any lower than that. Uh, and by early looks, Jalen Brown certainly looks like he's stepped up his yeah, game. Sure. He's played really well in both games. And it's going to be him and Tatum. And Jason Tatum's a rookie. No matter how good he plays, all rookies hit that wall. Even a guy like Jason Tatum, who has an NBA body, who was ready to play in the NBA. He was the most NBA-ready player. Everybody knew that before the draft. But I'm going to say anywhere from two to four. Um, and the Hayward thing, man, it's just, you know, it, it sucks because I, I picked them last time you and I did this last week. I actually picked them to beat Cleveland and come out of the East. That was partially because I wanted to be different, partially because I believed it. Um, and I, as much as I like LeBron, I, I want to see something different, just like yourself. And again, that, that team has a lot of talent, has some pretty damn good depth. But to lose probably your second best player, arguably, if you wanted to make an argument, could be your first, depending on how you feel about Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Um, it's just tough, man. I don't know how you feel about it. See, I, 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 I'm in the same as you. I, I think they could finish as low as fifth. Because if Milwaukee can get everything to come together, then you know it's possible that they could uh, could finish above them. Um, but like you say, they could finish as high as second. They could they could win it. Like it depends on Cleveland. If Cleveland do what they did last year and just start coasting, um, someone yeah. could come from nowhere the way the Celtics did last year and and win the like finish first in the East. Uh, but it, it's so difficult because he's a a guy in the prime of his career, he's just signed. Now, thankfully, he got his money. So regardless of what happens, he'll get that money. Um, whether he comes back the same or not, he is guaranteed his money. And I'm, I'm at least happy for him in that regard. But like you say, Joe, this is the type of injury that... Like, I've seen people try and compare it with Paul George's, and it really, really isn't the same thing at all. Um, oh, it's actually much worse. Much, much worse. Much, much worse. Um this is horrendous what's happened to him and like five minutes into his first game. Um, I, I will bet you one thing though. I guarantee you Danny Ainge is already working the phones. And he's, he's well, he's known for great trades. Yeah. Um, and there's no question about that. And they have ammunition, but they, they do, I don't, and, and there's a certain guy in, in new Orleans who, if yeah. things don't go well, there's actually two guys in new Orleans. If things don't go well, Maybe on the chopping block. Now we we know that a lot of the league has a no boogie rule, but I wouldn't touch him. I, the, I, me personally, only, I, isn't he a free agent next year or the year after? I believe so. It's either it's coming up real soon. I think it's next really year. If it's soon. next year, then you, and you can get him for like a lot less than his value. He's worth yeah. a gamble on for half a season, and then you just wave him goodbye. Um, but the the prize is is of course Anthony Davis now. We'll see how that works out. But I, I guarantee Ainge is already on the phone making calls. Um, any of you who play fantasy NBA, fantasy basketball, and are, in, and are in sleeper leagues, now is the time to trade for Gordon Hayward. You should pick up nice and cheap because he's injured. He won't count against your salary cap. And yeah. If he does come back the player he was, you'll have a bargain. Um, 
I, I'm devastated uh, for him. I genuinely am. It's, 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 I wish I hadn't seen it. This, to be honest, I wish I hadn't seen the injury. I would have just rather read about it and never. It's seen just it. disgusting. Like his ankles to the left, and yeah. I, you could clearly see that he's in shock. He doesn't realize what happened. He knows he's hurt, but until he looks down, then he just you, you see the agony in his face. And again, it's it's bad for the sport. It's yeah. bad for the NBA. You just don't. You know, he's it doesn't matter. He, he's a really like he's a top fifteen. Top he 20, is top twenty player, probably top fifteen, and you know you don't want to see the league without one of their best players. And like he's, he's on a marquee. It's an absolute he's perfect. The, fit. He's the great white hope, isn't he? You know. Yeah, he's a he's the perfect fit for that team, and you know, again, I, I I think they were going to seriously challenge Cleveland. I really I really believe that, mm. and I I don't know. You know, again, and Jay, if Jalen Brown can turn into a better Gordon Hayward, yeah, maybe, but you can't base it off of two games. No. Again, he's looked really good, but, you know, a lot of that shoulder's on Kyrie now. Now it's more pressure on him yeah. to step and, up. And the other because one that he, has to step up now is Marcus Smart, because Marcus Smart is now going to be drafted yeah. in as the starting uh, two guard. And he's not a two guard. And I'm curious, but, he's not a two guard. And look, he's a guy who. It, it, if he can reinvent himself, like he can make the three, he can, but he has some sort of mental block. And when he doesn't think and he just lets it fly, think good things happen. When he starts <laughs> to overthink things, he literally looks like he's just thrown at the backboard. Like yeah, it's, the other night in Cleveland, he looked like he was thrown at the backboard. In, yeah, in and again, last year he looked like he could shoot, you know, and he is potentially a top three or four defender in the league. Oh yeah, no, you know? he definitely is. He's he he and he he's a willing defender. He wants to defend. Mm. That's what. I, and again, it's another player on Boston that I like, and I, it hurts me to say that because I'm a Sixers fan. But Boston has a lot of players on their team that I would love to have on my team. So. You just have to see how it shakes out. But to lo- again, to lose the guy you just brought in, high ticket free agent, and it's not one of those joke ones where you're just filling cap space with a guy because you you know you're at the at the yeah. cap le- at the f- cap floor and you need to add salary. This is a top notch player, and you lost him in five minutes. Yeah. And-, and remember this, Joe. This is the guy who was the reason they didn't pursue either Jimmy Butler or Paul George. Exactly. Because they were so confident they were going to get him. Um, yeah, now you, and they did, you know, and they did get him. Yeah, they did. They pulled it off, and I, it's it's, well, just, it's it's horrible. It's a horrible injury. It's a horrible situation for for them, for fans of basketball. Because whether you love or you hate the Celtics, like you, you despise the Celtics with every fiber of your body. But you have to admire yeah. a player like him who's become an elite player having been drafted with massive question marks over his head, you know, he's developed himself into one of the, the better wing players in the league. Yeah, yeah, no question about it. I, like you said, I, I despise all my rivals with every fiber of my body, but I don't want to see a team on the come up have that kind of injury and then it be the same old, same old, the bronze in the finals again. So, um to answer your question about Boogie, it is Boogie's last year of his contract is this year. Uh, but yeah, Anthony Davis would be the guy for them if they could get it. Um, but the other thing you brought up real quick before we move to the Western Conference preview is the when Paul George broke his leg 
Do you remember how long it took him to get back to being Paul George? And that was just a break. This is something vastly different. That's why it just scares me. You spend a lot of money on a guy, and it's not his fault. It's nobody's fault. I mean, you just can't predict injuries. It's impossible. But you just don't know if that guy's going to come back healthy. And now he's eating up a large portion of your salary. Yeah. Because there's a salary cap in the NBA, people who don't know. You have to be under that or somewhere near it, or you can pay you know, tax, you know, dollar for dollar on luxury tax. And most owners aren't going to keep doing that unless it's you're winning championships like, you know, your Golden State or something like that. Or the Miami Heat when they had LeBron, Wade, and Chris Bosch. Um, so it, it's just hard. It's a shame. It I'll sucks. You, but I'll tell you one thing, though. There's some happy people in Cleveland right now because this means they don't have to run LeBron as hard through the, through the regular season. Yeah. They can, yeah, no, it's, they, they can hold off them. on when Isaiah Thomas comes back. They don't have to try and push him back. They can just let him come back naturally and hope that he peaks in the playoffs. Now, I still think Golden State will run him off the court because he can't play defense, but, you know, at least it gives them a shot. Um, it was really nice though. I don't know about you. I really enjoyed the trip down the memory lane back to 2010 as Cleveland rolled out Derek Rose. And wait, wait, <laughs> I'm sorry, but teams are going to torch them this year. That neither they're them, gonna, they can't neither they uh, can play defense. They can't defend. No, well, they, they, I mean, they could. Both of them are yeah. great defenders in their prime. Neither That's them, right. Neither of them can play like a defense anymore. It, it's no, embarrassing. It is, and then whoever they play, and it's going to be Golden State bearing injury in the West. And if they don't sweep them, I'd be shocked. And the only reason they wouldn't sweep them is if LeBron, which he's capable of, has a game of you know the century, but. Um, let's move on to our Western Conference preview. We did Eastern Conference last week. Uh, obviously, it's amazing how things change in one week. Um, but I'll let you go first, and you can either do eight through one, one through eight, however you want to do it. It's up to you, my friend. Um, I'll do one through eight. I'll start at the start at the top and um and work my way down. I don't think there's any surprise. Number one is Golden State. They're the best team in the league. They're pushing to have one of the greatest four-year runs that anyone has ever had. Um, if they if they can get to over 65 wins this season, I think they're going to cement themselves as... I mean, they're already one of the greatest teams ever, but you know they're, yeah. they're putting themselves in the really elite bracket. Um, if, if they'd won the, the title the year they threw it away, we'd already be talking about them as, as potentially the greatest team ever, but um, they're putting themselves right in the conversation, and the scary, scary thing is, these guys are all still in their mid twenties, or like well, mid to late twenties. None of them are are thirty yet. None of them are nearing nearing the end. These guys are entering their prime years, and um, mm-hmm. you know, I know there's been talk that Clay might go, but <sighs> bye bye. I <laughs> said, enjoy whatever you do next. Um, the, the three that matter most are, are Steph, KD, and Draymond. And uh, Draymond's out injured now, potentially for a With the knee. Moment, with the knee, but yeah. I, it, I, I think it was anything really serious we'd already have been told. Um, so I don't expect him to, you know, be out for too long. But they can probably afford him to be out for a while, and they probably would do them some good to have him sit for a little while and, um, and just rest, and then they can do similar when uh, with Ke- with Steph or with uh, with KD later in the year. Sit them down, let them rest. 
Mm-hmm. Um, number two for me, I'm going to go with the Spurs because they're the Spurs and they're just they're that bunch of zombies. And Popovich is the greatest coach of all time in any sport. Hold on, can I stop? Yeah, there, can I stop you there real quick and ask real quick? What did you think about that? It threw me off a little bit. What did you think about the Lamarcus Aldridge extension? Well, they've only guaranteed seven million, which means mm-hmm. it is now an incredibly enticing trade piece. If yeah. you want to get, if someone wants to get off a salary of a star player, um, I think if Anthony Davis does become available, perhaps. Perhaps um, they now become a real player in that because they'll be able to match salaries close enough. And for a team like New Orleans, who are maxed to the absolute testicles with cap, um, to get a player like Aldridge, who they could use for a while and then just release once there's no more guaranteed money, it would free up 20 million in cap for them. And let them re- let them start over. They're still going to be stuck with that horrendous contract they gave through Holiday, but you know, not everything can be perfect. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was smart. If they couldn't trade him, they had to they had to do that because yeah. Um, and the way they've done it is genius, absolute genius. I'm happy for him as well. He played really well against the uh, against the Wolves in their opening game. He was great last night. Yeah, really, yeah, he was. He was really, really. really yeah, he was. Taught Towns a couple of little lessons in the post that hopefully. Well, it was funny because even even Popovich came out and said, you know, which is typical Popovich. He said ninety eight point seven five percent of it was my fault last year. Yeah. So if he figures out how to use Lamarcus Aldridge, then you're talking yeah quite a different team with Kawhi Leonard back healthy. Lamarcus Aldridge was the best power forward in the league the, the, on the day that the Spurs signed him. So this is there's a hell of a player in there. Um, like you yeah. said, they've got Kawhi to come back. I think Duante Murray takes a big step this year. Um, they still have Tony Parker if he comes back. Manu is being Manu. Yeah, they've just and they're like they're so well coached, and everybody knows their exact role, where they're meant to be, what they're meant to do. Um, I think mm-hmm. Anderson could take a step forward this year as well. Um, yeah, so I'll go the Spurs number two. Uh, Number three and four is a toss-up for me between the Rockets and the Thunder. Um, I'm going to go with the Rockets, I think. I just... I just think the Rockets roster makes a little bit more sense than what OKC have put together, um, or what OKC have left, I should say, after making their two big deals. Mm-hmm. So I think they're three and four, and you know the funny thing is I go back and forth on these three teams all all the time because last week when we did this, I had actually written down OKC is my number two, um, the Rockets at three, and then the Spurs at four. But I'm going to stick with the Spurs at, at two, the Rockets at three, OKC at four. Uh, I'm going to go with my Timberwolves at five. Um. And see, then it gets interesting because I think Portland and Utah are very evenly balanced. Yeah. I'll go Utah 
No, I'll go Portland. I'll go Portland at, at six, Utah at seven, okay. and the Nuggets from Denver at number eight. And the Clippers miss the playoffs, in my view, because I think Blake is going to get hurt, because Blake always gets hurt. I think they're going to... Gallinari's definitely going to get hurt as well. Um, this This looks like... This roster looks like it was put together by somebody who was an NBA fan maybe four or five years ago, hasn't <laughs> seen hasn't seen a game since, and just went, oh, he's really good, I'll take him. And, oh, I like him, he's good, I'll put him here. And Gallinari, well, he can play small forward. No, he can't. He just can't. He used to play small forward, and now he can't. No, so he can't. He, and he is hurt all the time, and so is Blake. Hurt, and Blake's always hurt, so... And I don't like what they've done in the back, or even though I like pa- Patrick Beverly and I like the, I like that, Tiosovic, but there's Milos. Just, there's just no, there's no shooting. Where's the shooting? Where's the spacing? No, for me, they miss the playoffs. All right, I'm gonna go. Obvious, obviously, the number one is Golden State, my number one seed in the West. Um, you had the Spurs too, right? Yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. It was it's hard, but I'm gonna go Oklahoma City number two. Um, I'm gonna go. See, I can't. I don't want to base it off of one game. I'm gonna go Spurs three, Rockets four. I'm still not sure about Chris Paul on that team. I know they're two and zero. He doesn't. Look I, I just don't. To me. He doesn't look healthy, and no. he he can't defend. And he, he is not. He is not at a hundred percent. There's something wrong. Because yeah, it's Chris weird. Paul is the best defensive point guard in the NBA. And when Chris Paul can't play defense the way he couldn't in the last two games, he's injured, for sure. Or the worst thing is he or or he's just he's too old. Which then you have a massive problem because he's just gonna fade during the season. Yeah, so that's, yeah, it's it's true. But on the on the flip side, it's not a problem because they didn't give him anything guaranteed. He walks at the end of the year. And they they did. They just start over the way they did after Dwight and the way they've done oh, yeah. before. So yeah, yeah, no question. Okay. No. Yeah, no, I just meant for this year. Um, you know, they, they, they beat the Golden State in the first game. And they beat them, but they probably shouldn't have. They were down by a lot at one point. Uh, Durant's last, last second jumper was waved off. First game of the season, really not a big deal. So Golden State won. Oklahoma City 2, Spurs 3, Rockets 4. I had the same five as you, Minnesota. Uh, 6, 7, 8 is where, again, it's tough. Um, I don't think Memphis is going to make the playoffs this year. No, neither do they, I. And I, I, would, I would back them over the Clippers, to be totally honest, to jump into what I had. Now, yeah. They may have the okay. Clippers, but I think Memphis... No, I don't. One injury to either of those two, and they're screwed. Like that's why I don't have them in there. Yeah, and the Phoenix isn't making it. New Orleans isn't making it. Dallas isn't making it. Sacramento's not making it. The Lakers aren't making the playoffs. Um, so number six, Portland, and seven and eight. I I might even go the same as you and just say Jazz Nuggets, and the eighth seed could be. I mean, I, I can't see the Lakers. Don't they just don't have enough? No, the Clippers got, could. You've, you've got your eight there if you're going Jazz and Nuggets. Yeah, that I'm just I'm trying to think who else could be the number eight. The only other team who could be another eight, number eight there is Memphis or yeah. the Clippers. And I just don't know how Memphis keeps. It's just the team is weird. Marcus Sol and and 
Mike Conley are very good players, but they're bound to regress, right? Because they just don't add anything, and the guys are getting older. And yeah, I'm gonna stick with that. I'll say the Nuggets are sneak in with the eight. Well, yeah, um, I think the only one for me, I think like we should all hope that the Clippers don't make it because they're just annoying. Like it was great when 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 the Lakers went to crap and the Clippers, the plucky upstart. Became good yeah. and and were the best team in LA for the last what four five six years maybe, um, mm-hmm. but they're just annoying now. Like they just moan and cry and bitch about everything. And Doc Rivers has, in my view, been found out as maybe a little bit of an overrated coach. Certainly a dreadful, dreadful president of basketball operations. Um, and and like, I just I don't like the team. I, I love Memphis, and maybe maybe Memphis got bit by the Spurs zombie, and maybe that's how they continue to trudge on. So maybe Memphis make the playoffs because you know you look at the Trailblazers, and if Dame Lillard got hurt, they'd be out out of the mix. Oh yeah, um, no question. In Utah, yeah. if, if Rudy Gobert got hurt, they'd be out of the mix. Um, the Nuggets, the same, you know, one injury away um, to, to say Paul Millsap, and they're out of the mix. But it. It's interesting. There's realistically, there's I think the top five that we named, like whatever, whatever order you want to have them in, um, Warriors, Spurs, Rockets, OKC, and the Wolves. I think they are all certainties to make the playoffs. And then I think it's three from five. It's the five we've mentioned. It's Portland, Memphis, the Clippers, Utah, and Denver. Three from those five. Um, and like you say, I mean, you look yeah. at the rest of it, like the Pelicans on talent should make it because they've got arguably two of the three or four best big men in the league. Um, they've got a, 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 what was an okay point guard now going to be a shooting guard and Drew Holiday being paid $26 million a year. Cause yeah, it's absurd. Someone was on crack. Um, God knows <laughs> what's going to happen with Rondo. Like that's a mess. Um, yeah. The Suns are just... The Suns are going to be really good in about three years, but for now they're going to suck. Um, the Kings are just always going to be the Kings. Uh, you can never rule out the Mavericks just because it's Rick Carlisle and it's dark, but it, it looks like the end of, it, of, of that run. And yeah, they're just... And yeah, then, they're, Dennis Smith Jr., like, just let him do whatever yeah, he wants. Exactly. Then and build and, around that. Exactly. And and get, get another lottery pick next year and... Yeah, same. And the Lakers, the Lakers don't have enough. And no, and nobody wants them in the playoffs anyway. No, I fucking hate the Lakers. The Lakers, yeah, they can finish fucking dead last in the seat every year. I, I had too much. I hate the Lakers. So especially since they don't um, get a pick this year, so it's no matter where they finish. Yeah, it's kind of nice. The yeah, fucking dickheads. So, um, all right. So the season started, and I know it's only a few games in. Any any highlights for you? Anything standing out to you yet? No, Again, I know it's a few games. No, not really. Every, everybody kind of looks. Everybody just still kind of looks like they're in preseason mode. To be honest, John Wall, uh, so far was the player who impressed me the most. I thought he looked great against your Sixers. Yeah, he was um, really good. The Celtics obviously are zero and two, but I mean, they love they they did. Everybody there is shell shocked after Hayward. The Rockets are two and zero, but like they haven't looked impressive. Uh, Utah looked pretty good, and of course Ricky Rubio looking slick. 
the Trailblazers looked fun. The Trailblazers are going to be fun. You had to, to get that in there, didn't you? Had you to. had to get that in there. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I watched your Sixers um, against the Wiz, and I thought there were signs of potential, but a whole lot of figuring out what to do because nobody yeah. seems to know what their role is as yet because they've never played together before. But early signs well, what, of that Ben, ben yeah, Simmons that's... can definitely play in this league. Um, yeah, yeah. Embiid looks a beast. We knew that. Um, yeah. And... Fulse looks like he can't shoot free throws, which is a little bit concerning. Well, but um, see, you know why that is, though. He has the shoulder problem, and he that's the that's the reason he's shoot hurt. Shoot underarm. Shoot underarm. I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I, actually, I, I'm actually sick. I, I will say thing. this now. I'm sick of, sick of hearing excuses for free throw shooters. Your shoulder hurts. Your hands are too big. Your dick is tucked into your socks. I don't care what it is. Shoot, well, he only did it because... Shoot underarm. If you cannot shoot a free throw normally, for whatever reason, I, whatever the reason is, shoot underarm. Do the Richie Cunningham, yeah. for those that don't know, is a Happy Days reference. Um, yes, shoot underarm. <laughs> You might look ridiculous, but at the end of the day, you're hurting your team if you can't shoot a free throw the normal yeah. way and you assist on doing that. So shoot underarm. Well, Ben Simmons needs to work on that too, but I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, we know his, he his, can't shoot. Yeah, and his, you know, he, his, his shot, he'll start getting more confidence in. And again, young players who have never played together. Joel Embiid plays what, 24 minutes and scores 18 points. He's just, you just can't stop a guy who's that big and that agile. Mm. Um, but again, like you said, we know that. Um, for me, it was nice to see the rookies play. De'Aaron Fox played well. Yeah. Uh, Jason, Jason Tatum started well. Uh, Tatum you already talked looks about like he belongs, doesn't he? He does. He yeah. He looks, looks like and again, player already. It, and that's the big difference. It's a massive difference when you have an NBA body, um, and you're physically ready to perform because it, these guys are just the best of the best. And when you have that body, when you're used to playing, you know, he played at Duke. He was really good at Duke. He's had that body since he was like 16 years old and he works on it. Yeah. You know, a guy like Markel Fultz is going to have to work on that and it's going to take time. He's not a little guy, but the only thing I will say is a lot of the guys that come into the league with those NBA ready bodies break down fast. Yeah. They tend not to have the long career and, that's yeah. not just in, that's in all sports. And you can go they peak too early. Yeah, they peak too early. You've only got a certain, you know, physical, uh, physical peak limitation on your body. Um, I also watched the Timberwolves against the Spurs. No surprise at all that the Timberwolves lost to the Spurs, given we always lose to the Spurs. Yeah. But it was the Spurs without Kawhi. And I did just think we should have beaten them. Um, the game was all time. Yeah, I mean it was a, it was a solid game. Wiggins played really really well. Um, really looks like he's worked hard this summer on his shot. Yeah. Towns had moments where he looked like he's going to be the best center ever, and then had moments where he just looks like he's thinking of something else, especially on defense. And um, that's going to need to improve. But there was there was decent signs. Taj Gibson is a good fit next to to Towns. Um, especially in terms of, of uh, communication, Butler is a little was a little bit messy. Um, didn't really seem to know what his fit was. Um, hopefully they they get that rectified soon because we we named out 
10 teams that can make the playoffs and, and potentially if everything went well for the Pelicans they could too so you can't afford to fall behind uh, early in the season if, yes, if the Wolves get off to a start like last year then I'm really really sorry Mr Thibodeau but you'll have to go because it'll be your fault yeah, no, totally agree. And he'll probably be, probably be on a short leash because you got three really impactful players that you have to get playing together. And it's essentially what the Sixers need to do, but there's, the leash is a lot longer because our three big impactful players are much younger than yours. Um, and they're much less experienced game time wise. So the one thing I'll end on though is I, I love the way. Boston responded in the first game after that Gordon Hayward injury. Um, because let's be honest, that's, they all seen that. You saw everybody's reaction. I mean, everybody, not just them. It was everybody in the, in the stands too. And for them to stay in that game and have a chance to win it against the best team in the East, I give them all the credit in the world. Um, but we don't want to go too late tonight. We're not going to do a player profile. Uh, Dave and I are pretty fucking beat. So, yeah, um, long week. Yeah, for both of us, it definitely has. So, before you go, do you want to plug anything, buddy? No, I've got nothing, nothing brewing at the moment. Um, AI, AI Pro, yeah, go and subscribe to AI Pro. Yeah, definitely AI Pro. It's a lot of fantastic shows, and they're coming as uh, another. I've, I've been into English, England, uh, UK phrases. What do you guys say? Thick and fast, Thick and which fast. sounds super weird. Yeah, but there's a lot of sounds like a sex term. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, I was just going to say that. It sounds like a big-time sex term, but uh, a lot of stuff coming out on AI Pro. Um, me, Gags, and Kalen um, did a Stranger Things 2 uh, little oh, preview podcast. I-, I am going to watch Stranger Things Season 1 this weekend, having not seen it before. Oh, you'll love ahead it. Ahead of the release of Season 2, which I think is next Friday. Tomorrow. It's Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. Yeah, Halloween is oh, when it is, Halloween isn't it? Is yeah, Halloween. They're doing that on purpose. And um, if you're on Netflix too, watch Mindhunter. It's um fucking fantastic. But um, that's basically it for me. Just that, and listen to this show because me and Dave do this weekly. Um, again, episode fourteen. Fucking great. Yes, basically. Yeah, we we beat any NBA podcast out there. Bill Simmons, you're happy. We'll we'll bring you on. Uh, you could talk all the Celtics you want, my friend. Bill, um, we're open to going to the Ringer. Ignore Joe. Is, We're open to going to the ringer. We will take your money. Yeah, yeah, I will, I will <laughs> gladly. Absolutely. So on that note, um, we will see you guys next week. And like I tell you all every week, trust the process. For your small business, if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.